0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So
1: start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. We're right back to the Mutt Man. Mutt at night. On WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app.
3: Mud at Night WEI, Kyrie Thompson in the house. First in Foxborough podcast. Available everywhere you get your podcasts. Talking all things Patriots here with us at 617 779 7937 on Twitter, mutt WEEI or Mud at Night WEEI. So you said, and my question to you was basically, will he switch out the coordinator in the offseason? You said he had to. Well, he doesn't have to, but it might be suggested by the owner. And Peter King weighed in on this yesterday in the Football Morning in America column. He said, I think Robert Kraft, who's 81, will enter his 30th year of Patriots ownership in 2023, is not in this to rebuild deliberately. He asked me looking at this dung show on the Patriots offensive staff and wondering why Belichick left the offense so wanting this year. Anyway, I can't see anything weird happening this year, but I have my antenna up for the Patriots, of, or about the Patriots, excuse me, in 2023. So this led me to a question for the audience tonight, Kyrie, and I'll ask you as well. Let's say Bill doesn't down the stomach for moving Patricia off the offense. Let's say his petition to Bob Kraft is Matt's going to be here long-term. We have a 30-year quarterback now in 2023. I don't want to have a revolving door of coordinator. Because this how it goes, right? You're a good coordinator in offense, and you get plucked away. Because yep. unfortunately for Bill, sorry, And, Bill, nobody, and nobody plucking Matt Patricia. Uh, they certainly aren't, and they're not plucking defensive coordinators anymore. I know that Shime loves the guy from Cincinnati, but like there'll be five offensive guys to get a job before him because the league's about offense right now. So that's Belichick's push to Bob. Nope, I have control of my coaching staff. I want Matty P here. I want him to coach the offense. Here's why it'll be better. He's here long term. That's my pitch. Are you willing to fire Bob Kraft slash Kyrie Thompson, Bill Belichick off his post? He won't make the move a coordinator. No. I mean, here's, here's the thing. So not fireable? No, I don't okay.
1: think so, because here's the thing you could sell, which I don't believe in. Again, I, I
3: roll from Kyrie,
1: by the way. I roll. I mean, here's the thing. You could sell the idea that, well, he had a year in it. Maybe he'll do better. We'll reassess <laughs> and, and you know design better stuff and, and see if he gets better. But I also think that, look, it's, it's not this. Is, it would be a bad decision, but I feel like. Given everything that Bill Belichick has done, and I know that this, you know, people look at this as saying, you know what, what have you done for me lately? But I think that most likely they would look at what Bill Belichick has done in his career and say, you know what, you've you've earned the benefit of being able to go out on your own terms. And I mean, look, the thing is, they're still not a bad team. I, I think I think that's that's one thing here is that they are not they are not among the elite teams in the NFL. We know this. This is not news. But they're not horrible. I mean, they're you know, they went ten and seven last year. They'll probably finish with either eight or nine wins this year, so, something like that. I I could see them finishing with eight or nine wins. So I don't know that that is. Oh yeah, you definitely got to fire Bill Belichick if he doesn't move on from Matt Patricia. Now I think if it's an absolute dumpster fire next year, then you probably got to think about that. And then you could say, well, that predictable result—the fact that you stuck with Matt Patricia—but um, I I'm not sure that he gets fired. Now, I will say with Matt Patricia the thing to keep in mind too is they would ha- they would have to rehire him, right? As, you know, what whatever it is, and then make him the op- you know, make him the play caller again. They could do it under this system. Yep. But I don't see them hiring him as straight up, oh, you're the offensive coordinator. Because again, I think that one thing we've seen over the past couple of years is Bill Belichick is not a fan of titles and I feel like he's not a fan of titles because that means you have to go through the whole rigmarole of the Rooney rule and you have to interview people and and go through, you know, whatever, whatever interviews of folks that, that, uh, you know, you may or may not want to have just to get them in the building. I don't think he wants to do that. I think that he just wants to have his guys who are going to do what he wants to do. They came up in his system and having, you know, Matt Patricia, Nick Kaley, or whoever it is, call the plays, is a way for him to be, have control of that process. So he, they're not going to just straight up hire him as the offensive coordinator, I don't think. That would look absolutely ludicrous if that happened. But I don't know. Even so, even if they bring him back in some kind of advisory role or, you know, yeah, assistant coach, I just, after seeing what happened this year, knowing that he doesn't have that many more years to go, I just don't see it, man. I just
3: don't. Yeah, I, You can say that, but I, I did not see Bill Belichick in year two of Mac Jones thinking that Matt Patricia and Joe Judge was the combo to get the most out of his quarterback. Like, I, I, I it, didn't, it never made any sense. And yet I he still did it because, as Charlie Weiss said on this station a couple weeks ago, he prefers to have his own guys here versus people outside the system. As you say, the Rooney rule, whether that's the reason or not, Bill I think it'd be
1: naive to think that it it had nothing to do with it. I mean, I've, I've seen people, I've suggested this to people, and they've kind of chafed at it, like, oh, you know, because they think I'm saying that, like, Bill Belichick's a racist. And it's like, that's absolutely not what's happening. But think about it. Like, the way that they exploit the loopholes in having Matt Patricia here in the first place. Oh, well, financial not, loopholes. Yeah, financial sure, yeah. loopholes, yeah. right? Or... You know, the, the, the fact that he doesn't have to talk every single week because he's not the offensive coordinator. He's, you know, senior football advisor slash offensive line coach or what have you. So they get to skate on things like that. You think that that
3: those loopholes have nothing to do with it? Because I think they do. I, I don't disagree with you at all, but I also want to go back to this yeah. is where Bill's caught in a catch-22 because he constantly stands by that old crutch of do-what's-best-for-the-football team. And as you're talking about him... Not wanting to go outside the organization, I mean, how many times has he passed up or not even like interviewed? Coaches be better for his team because he wants his own guys. That's not doing what's best for the team. That's that is some, I know nepotism is family related. That is some form uh, Kyrie of coaching nepotism, cronyism. You could call that. Thank you, cronyism. Cronyism, which it's it is rampant in the NFL. You know, from the owners who hand the the, the, the team down to the kids, the kids who just sort of chip away at the th- like it's just they didn't earn it. They were handed down a team. These guys, Matt Patricia did not earn the role he has right now. I know he's not named a coordinator, but he's being paid like a head coach in Detroit, so I'm not gonna cry for Matt Patricia at Christmas. He didn't earn the role. The didn't ultimate merit earning that role. The ultimate meritocracy. Yeah.
1: It's, it's eight and eight. Always, draft picks. always about who you know. Great point
3: by you. Uh, always it's, about who you know. So I I I I'm with you that he has to change it. I'm just not convinced that he's going to. Do we have uh, Belichick this morning? When Phil Perry broached this, Ben, I apologize. I want to play this for Kyrie because I want to get his reaction to it. we got one open line right now. at 617-779-7937, the phone number. Kyrie Thompson is here. He, of course, is WEI.com. Excellent Patriots coverage there. And, of course, uh, his podcast, First in Foxborough, Uh, among the many, many good podcasts we have here in New England covering the Patriots. Kyrie is uh, newer to the beat and doing an excellent job. I like how he goes outside his uh, circle of cronies to get different voices on there. Uh, Do we have Bill this morning? Ben, can we play that cut from uh, Bill Belichick this morning? When he was asked by Phil Perry, I didn't know it was Phil Perry at first. Because Phil's not this uh, sheepish when he asks questions of Bill. But he was... No, Bill's been getting after Phil this season. Did you see Thursday night? At the end of... Yeah. That was insane. Yeah, I was there. He snapped at him because he came in late? Yeah, no, the I was, I, I was,
1: I was literally, yeah, I was in the were room Were you standing there next to Phil. I was, I, couldn't no, I see was, you on TV, I was, I was sitting, I was sitting in the audience. So, so you wouldn't have seen me, but yeah, no, I saw it. Cause I mean, Phil was in the locker room, right? So, I mean, a lot of us were, were flitting in and out of the locker room. We heard that, that bill was at the podium and he was in there talking to some players and he comes in late and he's just like, yeah, sorry. Like I, uh, like if I ask it, oh yeah, well we already addressed that. Dude, Sorry, he, I came he in late. Death stared him on the way out. No, he's he's been he's been giving Phil the business this year, and and Phil's had every right to
3: ask the questions he's asked. Well, you guys for the most part have asked some very good questions this year. I, I think the Patriots media has tried to get these answers from Bill, and he's just not willing. This was the back and forth today with Phil Perry and Bill Belichick. I just wanted to clarify something that you said on the radio yesterday with uh, WEI if that's okay, just. um I think you
1: said it was too late in the year to make any kind of dramatic changes, offensively. And the thing I'm I well, I, I
0: mean, I, look, we're not going to go to the you know wishbone offense here. We're not going to run the beer. <laughs> Defensively, we're not going to change into a you know run some other team's defense or whatever. That's yeah, major changes like yeah, absolutely. It'll be it. We wouldn't be able to practice it.
3: Would changing, making a change of play caller qualify?
0: Yeah, but again, the system that we have in place I feel good about. So, which includes the offensive staff, it includes me, it includes, you know, whatever the whole process is, yeah, and, on defense, on offense, on special teams.
3: I've already ranted on this, Kyrie, so why don't you go ahead. Your thoughts on that back and forth today with Bill. First of all. I'll say disingenuous back and forth,
1: but go ahead. First of all, why is it that, and this is not the first time he's done this this year, why is it that every time there's an example of, could you make changes on offense, you know, when you're talking about offensive systems, why is it that every time he's like, well, we're not going to run the veer. We're not going to run the wishbone. How about you talk about an offense or offensive he's play? Deflecting. Or, he's deflecting. He's yeah, deflecting off well, the
3: question. Yes, make, he's trying to make Phil look bad. Yeah, but,
1: but that's not even that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how about you talk about offenses or offensive plays that people run in 2022. No NFL offense runs the veer. Okay, they're not running the wishbone, Bill, and even in this. This discussion, right, long, like later in Phil's answer, where he's he's, he's talking about uh, answering Phil's question, he's talking about, oh yeah, you know, um, uh, when when people were talking about Lawrence Taylor, how do we adjust to Lawrence? Taylor? Lawrence Taylor hasn't played in like thirty years. He, he compared DeAndre Hopkins to Chris Carter, who I grew up watching. It just it just feels like the whole dinosaur analogy, right? The whole prehistory thing that I was going with just was a little bit too on the nose today. Yeah because every example, everything he talks yeah. about is like relate the examples are related back like 40 years ago. And it's like we are we're today. Okay. Today, man. And and I just I thought that was funny. But okay, to to get to the actual meat and potatoes of it, I mean Yeah, I I think that I can understand not wanting to make dramatic changes to the offense, to the scheme. But Phil brought up another good point, which is, look, in 2018 and at other times, you have adjusted. You have changed the way that you do things. Sure. And, and, And specifically like 2018, where you ran the ball more and basically like the downfield stuff wasn't working. You rode the running game to your most recent Super Bowl title. Right. That that was that was something that happened. And Belichick called it. Well, you know, that's more uh, shifting emphasis. Here's the thing, though. It's one thing to shift your emphasis when you have a system, when you categorize as yeah, we have a pretty broad system. But the thing is, like nothing that the Patriots do this year has any relation to like the play before it or a play that they ran earlier in the game, except unless it's the exact same play over and over again. You're, they're not marrying schemes. They, they don't have anything specific to build off of. As Michael Lombardi said, they don't have an offense.
3: They have a bunch of plays. A bunch of plays. As Kurt Warner said, I'd be bored playing offense with this team. They just run the same plays over and over again. Uh, you guys are waiting patiently. Bill and Malden on Bill Belichick at 617-779-7937. Mud at night with Kyrie Thompson. Hi, Bill. Still with
2: Bill. Um, but you're never, Bill, finish,
3: I give you credit. You're never going to leave him. He is your guy. You are never going to say a bad word about well, your coach. Bill and Belichick. I
2: appreciate it. I'd like to go back and forth with you guys, because sure. how they finish is, is key. You know, uh, uh, there's five games here and you know, what can we do? And that, you know, it, if they, you know, play better, I'm looking forward to Sunday and all of that, but I I like Bill's comment about he believes in the system. What are we gonna change? What are we What are <laughs> we changing? What are we gonna change? Well, the, the coordinator, Bill. Uh, yeah, I what we're gonna that. change. And I would yes. be upset. I, I'm change. telling you, as a season ticket holder for a long time, yep. if he brings that guy back to run this offense again next year, unless they finish, you know, eleven and six then I'm I'm going to be upset. And then I'm also upset that if if he does change him, what what was he thinking?
3: Well that again. So now Bill you are getting into some bigger picture stuff that we started the show with and I appreciate the phone call. Let's stop on something Bill said that I've not allowed myself to believe. That the next 5 games are going to go well. That they're going to win 4 out of 5, get to 10 wins and be a playoff team. Do you see any scenario with that happening Kyrie? They got Cardinals, they're not going Raiders, to win 4 out of 5 games. Bengals Dolphins bills. They're not going to win 4 out of 5 games.
1: They'll be lucky to win 3. I mean, I think that I these next 2 games, Arizona and Vegas, they are winnable. I think the Bengals game might be winnable, as is the Dolphins maybe if you get cuz look, you have a little bit of a, broop, a blueprint now for maybe how you deal a bit with with Tua and that offense. And they're going to be coming up to Foxborough. So maybe that has something to do with it. So you have four games that are winnable, but I don't think you're going to win all of them. No. And you're definitely not beating Buffalo in, in Orchard Park. Just go ahead and pencil that one in. That's an L.
3: Um, unless Josh
1: Allen doesn't play.
3: Well, they could, they, theoretically, cl- they could have clinched the number one seed at that point. They're right now tied with Kansas City. Doesn't seem likely, but that game might not mean anything. They may have the number one seed clinched we but, we'll see. It, but yeah. I, I'm not saying but that's yeah, yeah. That's so, a so that would be say, a, it's now a winnable game. You right. might get a bonus game there at the end, but I'm with you. Yeah. I don't see four out of five. I don't see three out of five. I'm not gonna be shocked when they win two of their final five games. I, I think that's not gonna
1: surprise me at all. I think that it, it's it's getting harder for me to see them beating the Bengals because I thought you know that that could be a, an interesting you know kind of 50-50 game, right? Where like clearly the Bengals have all kinds of talent. On the outside and obviously a quarterback. Yeah. But the offensive line still not that good. And the defense, you can have that defense. So I, I feel like they're, they're going to have an opportunity to win that game. But, I mean, you can never count out Joe Burrow. And obviously, here's the thing, right? In the second quarter of that Bills game last Thursday in particular, it was revealed that you could not cover any of those receivers. Not a single one. You had no shot. And... That that was that was not surprising. That wasn't anything that that I I was like, oh my goodness, wow. They 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 it added, was, they added sobering, Jack Jones. They added sobering. Jack Jones. Yeah, what do you close, mean they can't no. cover those guys? It's like nope. Um, they are exactly where you were last year. Marcus Bryant still, or rather Miles Bryant still looking around for Isaiah McKenzie. Still can't find him. Still
3: can't tackle him. Guy was down. See, this is Miles Bryant's uh, number one highlight with me. McKenzie's on the ground in front of him. He allowed him to get up and pick up seven or eight it, more yards. And see, now, don't tell me it's a coaching point where it's time to knock the ball out because that's bullcrap. See, he was—he was—he was lucky. Touch him down.
1: He was lucky in that technically he did touch him down. They didn't move the ball up. But I was thinking the same thing in real time. Yeah. I was like, you really let that guy get
3: up, get and game, up in and front of you, like seven more yards. You also fell asleep Come on, on that great play Josh Allen made. He fell asleep in the end zone. He's like a fan watching Josh Allen. And
1: and a Jack fan. Jack Jones was out there pirouetting. He was getting turnstiled. Yeah. Everybody was having their way with Jackson. I would love, to go,
3: I would love to go back, Kyrie, to the first couple weeks of the season when J.C. Jackson was getting before he got hurt out in, in L.A. Getting tooled up on the texts here, the calls here, the tweets here. Oh, Bill's a genius. He let J.C. Jackson walk. I yep. mean, J.C. was getting worked on
1: too. Sure. I mean, the thing yep. is, like, if he was st- if he was still here, on too. I take an <laughs> injured J.C. Jackson or Miles
3: Bryant. I take an injured, expensive J.C. Jackson or Miles <laughs> Bryant.
1: Well, yeah, but here here's the issue though. Why are you playing Miles Bryant when you can play Marcus Jones? Well, he's and, an offensive player. And, 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 and well, okay, he's the only, you know, <laughs> explosive offensive <laughs> player they allow to do anything. But but I think that again when you look at that, they they kind of started Marcus Jones over Jack Jones with Jalen Mills out. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Why not just play Marcus Jones instead of Jack or instead of Miles Bryant? I feel like that that is natural. that' it's been a natural thing that you could have done this entire time. Because look, I feel like we don't need to see any more of Miles Bryant on the field to know that he can't run with Isaiah McKenzie. And look, I like Miles. He's he's a he's a good, solid player. He works hard and he does a lot of different things for this football team. But he just can't run with a dude who runs a four four. He
3: can't do it. Joe's in West Virginia on Bill Belichick. Guys are stacked up at 617-779-7937. Go ahead, Joe.
2: My man, Kyrie, I got, when Tom Brady left town, we were left with his sidekick, Wild Bill Belichick. And it's kind of like from the Hans Christian Anderson short story, the emperor has no clothes. So we got a stripped-down version here of the New England Patriots without Tom Brady and Ooh, we have one. Bill Belichick. Mm. Well, I'll tell you, I th- Kyrie, I, I think – I think fire is too strong a word because he does have a great legacy and he might be asked to resign if he keeps going down this road he's on. Mm. And one quick shout-out to you, my UConn, Dan Hurley, huh? number five in the country. Pretty impressive. Hey, take care, guys.
3: Top five team. And, oh, by the way, they are also uh, going oh, to a, a Bo- UConn guy. Good old bowl game, yes. Yeah, look at that. Jim Moore should have gotten votes for Coach of the Year. Different show. Uh, Mike in California <laughs> on the two West Coast games. Go ahead, Mike.
2: Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, Mike. What's up, pal? Good. Um, I'm hey, I'm out here in uh, San Jose, where everyone knows the way to it. But I'm going to go to the I'm going to be driving out to the, um, the Raiders game and Arizona. we we'll be in. Oh, Arizona that. nice, be, nice yeah, doubleheader, buddy. How about that? Let's yeah, go. And I'm staying in between in the deserts. I love it out there. But I was wondering, do you guys know? I would imagine the team staying out. But I was wondering, do you guys know it's going to be like Arizona somewhere or Las Vegas or somewhere in between? Because I was just curious. Well, they're staying. So I'm they, sure, was, uh,
3: Mike. I'm sure they're going to stay in Arizona and then fly to Vegas and stay there. I don't think they're staying in the middle and commuting back and forth. I, 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 do I know where they are? I have no idea. I don't care. If you're looking for their autographs, I'm sure you can ask around uh, Arizona. What is it, Tempe? I, I should should know that. Uh, ask around there. I'm sure you can find their hotel. Uh, where they're staying, I have no clue. 617 779 The phone number, the offense is not very good. Turns out the defense, not that great either. We'll talk to Kyrie Thompson and you next, Monday Night, WEI. This
0: episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.